So the game ended Real Madrid 5, Celtic 1. I didn't know what to expect from this game. I know Celtic were going to have a go as usual. I wasn't expecting Celtic to win. I was hoping for a low scoring game. We didn't get that in the end. It was a doing. Uh, such a, it could have been a bigger doing. Could have been better for us. Hey, if we score that penalty, we're back in the game. But I still don't think we're going to go and um, get an equaliser or anything like that. Yeah, it does change the game. Yeah, the two penalties are unfortunate. But in today's landscape of the penalty decisions, they are penalties and it's decisions we would have wanted for us and we'll probably get during the season so we can't really complain about that even though I think the handball rule does need to be looked at on the night under the current rules two penalties and it took the wind out straight away listen I'm not going to be too downbeat after getting getting a doing off the European champions do I want Celtic to, to be closer to them yes do I think they were going to be no I know that might, some people might think that's a defeatist attitude in a realist in that way I didn't expect much from tonight I wanted the performance we got it in parts we still we still attacked Real Madrid we still had our chances we scored that great goal at the end fair play to Jota who scored like he just sorry celebrated like he just uh, scored an equaliser or a winner at the Bernabeu and he, he said after the match it's probably one of the best moments of his life obviously as a young boy especially from Portugal scoring at the Bernabeu would be a big thing obviously he would have liked it to be under better circumstances but he, he celebrated nonetheless because it was a quality goal so fair play to that I don't think excuses are necessary in these games we were up against a quality side we tried to play our football I mean you'll still get the people who say oh we should have been more pragmatic simply put we don't have the players to be pragmatic and just brought players in to play his system there is nobody there that could go and sit and have a defensive game and like hitting the counter that's just not how we play and if we tried to play like that tonight we wouldn't have succeeded anyway so we may as well have lost playing our football rather than kind of revert to any kind of let's say Lennon ball from back in the day when we did beat Barcelona but they, for every Barcelona game there was like 10 games that were absolutely poor and we get beat anyway and it was utter dross to watch we do need to remember as well we were missing our captain tonight uh, Jota's not fully fit, didn't get the didn't get to start the game. He came on and actually gave us a bit of a spark. We had Car- Cameron Carter Vickers out last minute after uh, picking up a knock against Livingston. So he's a star defender as well. So you're going to be up against it at the Bernabeu. And then you're obviously up, up, up against it a wee bit more after those injuries. I see Aaron Moy is, is coming in for a lot of flack and I don't know, I don't I don't kind of want to get on that bandwagon, uh, not yet. I think Aaron has been brought in as a squad player. I think he's decent in the SPFL. I've not seen anything in Europe to suggest that he can do anything beyond that or next season if they get, get into the Champions League or even the Europa League. I don't see him having a, a big impact or being part of the first team squad. The fact he was in tonight is because Callum McGregor's out injured. Aaron would have certainly been on the bench had Callum been fit. But I think he is becoming kind of like the, the whipping boy if we're having a bad game or something like that. But he has put in some really good performances for Celtic in the league. So, again, I'm reluctant to, to put too much on him. Can I know what you're getting with Aaron? He's he's great on the ball, spraying passes, things like that. Um, he's not got the pace. And I see in, in, in the Champions League, that's an absolute killer. It wasn't like noticeably terrible tonight. But I think because people are looking to cling to things and kind of... Uh, assess the game like to microscopic levels are going oh well he's not good enough well I would say 
for Champions League level, no, we need to have better midfielders. Uh, Aaron Moy could be a good squad player. I'd say uh, we'll get Dundee United on Sunday, and I've got no qualms about putting Aaron Moy in again, and he'll probably do well against Dundee United. But I thought there was uh, players on the night that, that didn't cover themselves in glory. I thought Josip Juranovic had a had a bad match, and not just because of the penalty miss. Um, I thought his ball retention was poor, defending was poor, his decision making poor, and it's probably. Probably for me one of the worst games that I've seen Juranovic play and I've seen a lot of people again on his back in the last like month or so and they're using this game now as an excuse to say ha told you so. He is going through a bit of, of a bad spell. Is he a bad player? No, I think he'll come good again. He's just um there was a lot of interest in the sum interest in him in the summer, especially from Atletico Madrid and he, he spoke about it a bit and Players can say and managers can say, oh, that won't affect a player, or that, that's that's back of their mind, they're focusing on the job at hand. These things can get to you and some players can believe their own hype, which I don't think is happening here, but other people can kind of keep their eye, take their eye off the ball a bit or become distracted and I don't know. But um, I expect Juranovic in the second half of the season to kick on and if not, um, Anthony Ralston is there to come in and uh, give him a run for his money. I would say about the goalkeeping situation, I love Joe Hart, I love what he brings to the team, I love his energy, I love his um, rapport with the fans, he's just, he's he's an all-round good guy, good goalkeeper, um, so it kind of pains me to criticise him, but in Europe I just don't think he's what we need, I think we need a better goalkeeper, for Europe especially, somebody that can make those... Um, Defining saves, the world class saves, like your Fraser Foster against um, Lazio kind of stuff. It's Joe is a is a good hand, and like tonight, I'm not. He's not at fault for the goals. I'm not blaming him for X, Y, or Z. I'm just in general, from what I've seen of him over the last six games, if we want to do better in Europe, I think we need a better goalkeeper. But it's finding that better goalkeeper now. Joe again is a safe pair of hands, as I said. And if there's nobody better, then absolutely he needs to be our number one. I'm, I'm not convinced Benjamin Segrist is a, a Champions League goalkeeper. He might prove me wrong. I think he's going to get the, the League Cup run. So if he beat Coman like the semi-finals, I'm pretty sure he'll be in for the final as well. So we could see, and he could really up his game at Celtic, especially under Stevie Woods. Um, but uh, So Joe, I don't know what you think about that. You can let me know. Um, at Craig Cell on Twitter if you want to contact contact me or contact at seltzerhere.com and you can shout at me if you if you love Joe that much and you think I'm talking absolute nonsense. I think Abada should be getting a lot of praise because he, he was very positive on the ball and he, he kind of sh- showed no fear. He won the penalty and fair play to him. He just the turn of pace and then just the, the confidence to kind of hit the byline, get into the box and then he's, he's drawn the fill and got the penalty. So fair play to Abada. Uh, a couple of loose touches here and there, but he had a, he had a decent night uh, in the Bernabeu, um, so fair play to him. Right, I'm not going to dissect any more from the players' side of things. Um, I thought the fans were fantastic. Uh, one of the, the biggest giggles I got of the night was when Jota scored. Obviously, uh, the first time I was watching the goal going, when I watched the replay on social media, it was uh, funny to see the amount of Celtic fans who jumped up behind the, the goals in the, the actual Real Madrid home end of the stadium. So a lot of the fans did manage to get tickets for that end. We've seen that throughout the day in social media. Um, obviously, the allocation was small um, and a lot of a lot of fans travelled, so they were trying to get in any way they could. So a lot of them have managed to get in, so fair play to them. That was that was quite funny, and I would say if, you, if you've not seen it yet, 
uh, look behind the goals when Jota scores. And said after the match that he believes this team will get better next season if they do get to the Champions League. He would expect Celtic to do better next time. Celtic fans expect that too because obviously this has been quite disappointing points-wise, results-wise, even if the performances have been there sometimes. As long as Celtic fans can see progression in their team, they will back the manager. We've seen that at the start of last season when we weren't getting results when Ange just came in. It would have been easier for us to turn on him, but we could see what he was trying to do and we could see the players try to implement what he was asking of them. Again, we could see that in Europe. There was a couple of times this season in the matches he said after the match that some of the players kind of lost their way and kind of lost confidence in what he was asking them to do. Tonight he came out after the match and said he was actually proud of the players because they just kept trying to play their game. Even as the goals were flying in for Real Madrid, they kept playing the way Ange wanted them to. And that's what he says to his players. If he asks them to do something and they do it and they fail, that's on him. That's not on the players and he will not give them a hard time. He'll help coach them get better and maybe deal with situations better. But he's not going to hammer them and he's not going to go to the press and hammer them. Like He just doesn't do that. But... If you kind of go rogue, do your own thing and kind of come into yourself and think, oh, I'm going to I'm going to defend more, I'm, I'm not sure about this, I don't want to be positive, should I be positive? If you're second-guessing yourself and what Andy's asking you to do, and that's where the mistakes come from, then he will hammer his players in the dressing room, he definitely will. So it's all about trusting his methods and kind of growing as a team and trusting, trusting the process, basically, as I know that's the old cliché. Ultimately, two points from the group's just not good enough and it is our worst points tally in the Champions League, so um, we definitely need to be better next season. I remember going to games under Martin O'Neill when we were, we were uh, kings at home and nobody could really touch us. You, you'd look at the three home games and go, we're going to get 79 points in these games. Can we get an away result? We could never get that away result. Uh, one time, obviously, Celtic uh, finishing on nine points and still not qualifying for the last 16 of the group stages. It's particularly harsh at the time, but um, that's football for you. It's back to league duty at the weekend. We've got three more games to go before the World Cup break. Hopefully, it will be three wins out of three. It's two home games, one away game. Away games at Motherwell, home games are against Dundee United and Ross County. After that, the I think only two boys are going to the World Cup. That'll be Aaron Moy and uh, Dyson Maeda. The rest will be going to Australia for the Sydney Cup followed by a warm weather training camp in Portugal where I think we'll get Wren uh, lined up to play so um, that kind of keeps us ticking over as we're watching the World Cup we'll, we'll cover that on uh, seltzerhere.com on our socials I would like to thank everybody that's listening to these um, I, I do appreciate it I was uh, quite surprised by the numbers on it um, especially after just a couple of weeks I know I've missed a couple now uh, life gets in the way but I will try and get more of these out as I go it's not the best to do it after a, a 5-1 defeat but I felt I wanted to get a couple of things off my chest there which is it's kind of cathartic as well and again if you want to disagree with anything I've said today please do the regular podcast won't be tomorrow with Quinny and Declan we're going to push that back a bit uh, Declan's actually in Madrid at the moment I think he's having a couple of beers as we speak so he's not available tomorrow we'll get that out to you as soon as possible maybe after the Dundee United game and we can cover that as well as the last two games before the World Cup um, Quinny and Declan are always always great if you've not caught Declan's interview with uh, Dan Orlowitz this week I would suggest going to their YouTube or going down below where this podcast is at the moment and have a listen Dan's talking about um, Celtic's potential new signing 
and he was talking about the Japanese boys and how they fit into Celtic and where he sees them like going, especially like Ryu Waitati, who's who's the youngest out of all of them. But I am. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.